This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. What are you looking at? I'm sorry. Saying hi to Nick. Oh, I was, oh hi, you Clay. Like, you were like all concerned. Well, I, I was saying hi to him for a good 30 seconds. I, he didn't see me. Uh, so we both did that thing. Thank you very much. It's life between glass. Really distracting. Uh, we have good morning, Clay. a big action show here this morning. Uh, Clay is uh, with us from the Decatur Park District. They're fresh off their job fair. I want to find out how that went uh, on Friday. And then uh, all, all kinds of cool stuff, including more roller skating uh, coming to uh, Fairview Park. Um, you know, I, I think it's absolutely, it's hysterical to me that we come full circle on the whole roller skating thing. <laughs> it's been very cool to see though. When I, mean, I was a kid, you know, uh, you had to go to the roller rink. I mean, that was a place to hang out. Uh, and I didn't really like roller skating, you know, that air hockey. I was trying to think, you know, like it, it would have been so old school to take a look at like, as was, you know, then. Yeah, uh, Pac-Man probably Crane like machine. like the big Pac-Man, you, you know, yeah. like the console thing. Yeah. Uh, air hockey, few others, right? Pinball. They had the crane sure. machine when I was there, where you get yeah, the stuffed the, animal out of it. Yeah, the crane. Maybe. Yeah, they, probably. They also had little styrofoam uh, milkshakes with the wooden stick. If anybody remembers uh, those. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was a staple yeah. there, and they had pickle, like a big pickle too. <laughs> out of a jar. Yeah. That's still a thing. Thank you. No, thank you. Uh, all right. Nothing against pickles. I like pickles, just not communal pickles. <laughs> That's fair, probably. <laughs> like pulling anything out of a thing on a gas station wall. I'm just, no. <laughs> thank you, but no. Uh, all right. So let's start with uh, Friday's job fair. Um, you had to postpone. We had the bad weather the week before. Move it up a week or move it back a week, I should say. How did it, how did it go? Yeah, I think we had uh, somewhere between 250 and 300 uh, applicants come through. Uh, steady flow all night long went really well. So, um, yeah, the reschedule probably hurt us just a little bit. But typically that's what we're looking for, somewhere around 280, 300 applicants to come out of this job fair. So uh, it sets us up. We need about 500 folks for the summer. So this is a good good start uh, as we chew away at uh, getting our summer employees lined up. All right. So um, anybody get hired on the spot? Yeah, yeah. Some that got jobs right then and there. I um, like that tease in the commercial. Yeah. So. Yeah, our parks guys was telling you before air they uh, they get a kick. It's not this is not their their dig, right? They don't they don't like to go stand behind a table and talk to people, but uh, they did it and they walked away with some really cool applicants that are going to come work on our parks crews this summer. Well, you know, better them to see and meet and talk to people than having people just given to them, right? Oh, yeah, and it wasn't our superintendents; it was our guys who were boots on the ground who wanted to work the table, which I thought was cool. So yeah. our laborers uh, took care of that, and that was that was great to see. All right. Well, uh, it's still not too late, though, right? I mean, that's if you hired everybody, oh, yeah. it'd only be out of halfway. So uh, a lot of jobs still available. Absolutely. You can go to our website, decatur-parks.org, and check out uh, under applicants or, or job postings. Uh, it'll show all the different positions that are available from working at our zoo, helping at our golf courses, Splash Cove, the Devon, everything is listed under there. So you can kind of see where you might might want to apply for, and you can apply for multiple jobs and see which ones uh, come to fruition. So, Does anybody do multiple jobs during the summer? Oh, there's lots of them, lots of them. Especially, you know, the Devon is a, a primarily weekend night thing, and right. folks will have a daytime job. So we they have, might, yeah. yeah we have to watch the, I can't remember if it's called the 2040 rule or 2070 rule, but if somebody gets so many hours, then we get into health insurance and all that. But um, there are some really great... Um, um, young employees out there that we've already found that we can start plugging in right now uh, to help and plan some of these large events and whatnot. So it's working out great. Okay. Now, clearly no one's playing golf today. Uh, it, it's just, I, I thought my car door was going to come off the hinges uh, out here in front of the building when I got here this morning. I just barely opened the door and it looked like it almost went the other door, like all the way around. 
like, oh my God, this wind's just incredible. But we're going to be out of this in less than 24 hours. Right. Golf right. course is open Friday. Yeah, golf course is open on uh, March 1st. So both Hickory Point and Red Tail will be open. Tea time starting at 9 a.m. Um, you can visit uh, our website or give the golf courses a call to schedule your tea time. So uh, it's 51 for the high on Friday, yeah. 63 yeah. on Saturday, yeah. 71 on Sunday. Exactly. Going to be a great weekend. Red Tail's been open sporadically here with the warm weather, and now uh, Hickory Point will be open as well for the season. Exciting. The last 24 hours, uh, <laughs> you know, it doesn't encompass Midwest weather in 2024. I don't know what it was. Yesterday afternoon, we're sitting on the patio in, sh you know, uh, shirt sleeves. Yeah. Uh, this morning, it was 22 degrees and 60 mile an hour wind. It's like, how how do you? It's crazy. <laughs> it, it really struck home with me at uh, the zoo, and it was warm for a couple of days, so they got some of the, like the warm weather out a little. Like, okay, now they have to think who's got to be tight because uh, of the cold coming in. So, yeah, it's uh, for us, we've got a unique challenge there as well. Okay, uh, the Mummies show is this weekend. Yep, yep. We've been we've been hitting this a lot, but we've got the Mummies coming to the disc on Saturday, March second. Starts at seven p.m. Uh, standing uh, tickets for general admission are just thirty dollars, and if you want to be in the pit, it's thirty nine dollars. Um, everybody knows the Mummies; they've been here lots of times. Here to Decatur, kind of a crowd favorite, so uh, we are welcome, welcoming them to the Devon. Uh, and we've got a few tickets left for that, so if you're interested, come on out. Uh, you can get tickets at etix.com. Highly suggest. Always go to etix.com, or you can call the park office, and the ladies there will be glad to help you as well. Okay. Uh, how many tickets so far? Uh, we're right around 1,200, I believe. Okay. So we were shooting for 1,000, so we've already hit that. Um, but, so you, uh, made, you made your goal first yeah, run out? for the first show, yeah. And I we, think once people kind of... Once they've done it, you know, then yeah. word of mouth helps with, you know, hey, it was a great experience. Exactly. We wanted to ease into it, just kind of do a show that's going to be manageable. And then next How's year, the sound in there? Um, it's with today's sound systems and the way you can, you can almost steer the sound. It's crazy. Um, so, uh, you know, you, you eliminate a lot of that bounce back reverb, you know, gymnasium type sound. Yeah. Uh, and so when we, when we did the breakfast over there, you know, we, we took, cranked up a couple tunes uh, uh, before and after the event just to hear what it was going to be, and it's pretty good in there. So um, not not Kirkland Acoustics by any means, but uh, it'll definitely be uh, be a concert for folks to enjoy. All right. Seated General Mission, $30. Standing Pit, $39. Yep. Okay. Uh, we've got some of the other things we'll, we'll get to. Uh, Mommy, Son, Play Night we talked about last week. Uh, tickets for Wizard of Oz, Little Hoopsters, all that stuff is coming up. Uh, how's the work on the uh, the new website? Uh, it's coming along. Uh, we've had some delays with the company. They're just uh, still working on putting in some of the plugins and whatnot, kind of connecting all of our systems on the back end. But uh, I know Katie had a call with them last week, and I think we're um, hoping for here in the next few weeks to be able to get the pilot version up that we can mess with for a month before we go live. So really hoping to go live before the summer. What will people be able to expect with that experience? Well, it'll be a whole new look. I think the connection between our registration system, which is RecTrack, which is not the website, but, but the, the website links to RecTrack, um, will allow people a much more, uh, just a better user experience when they're surfing for, or searching, I should say, for uh, activities and programs for the kids and kind of make it narrowable more narrow narrow make it more limited in your search to say i've got a, a daughter you know age five to nine who wants to participate in sports and on these days type thing and give you more much easier search criteria to be able to find opportunities for your child instead of having to scroll through countless pages of stuff so all right looking yeah. forward to it yeah uh, you, you know it, it nick and i were having this conversation earlier about the secretary of state's office you know wanting to go to mm -hmm. digital ids and, mm -hmm. and driver's license you know, it, it is amazing to me, uh, and, and it's, I understand how and why. I, I mean, it, it, we had this conversation with the mayor, you know, on Monday, uh, it, it, you know, like 
the way people consume their life, like uh, Lindsay was working with a couple of our, our young guys uh, about bus routes, you know, and like the bus system mm-hmm. isn't synced to Google Transit, you know, which is how, you, you know, people are use people use Google every day of their life. You yeah. know, they don't use the city of Decatur's, you know, website. It, yep. It's just, I don't know how you do it. It's got to be tough because you got so many different things. That's the biggest problem is we are so diverse in our offerings and whether it's our rec track software or our website, trying to make sure that everything connects the best way it can for every individual interested in every different thing. Um, RecTrack did just announce here about three months ago coming out with an app uh, that'll be based on your phone that'll be look completely different site software. So again, when you're searching for activities and programs for your kids or you want to get a golf tee time, you'll be able to do it much easier through that app and hopefully we'll be able to integrate that um, over the summer as well. Yeah, I, it, it's tough. Like I said, it, it, I just think that um, here's what everybody does, and and everyone does this. Like, well, we'll just talk to our Facebook audience, you, mm-hmm. you know, and that's great. You've got a sizable, like the Devon's got a good size yeah. Facebook audience, but those yeah. people already know the Devon, have already been to the Devon. You, you know, you want them to have a great experience and they come back. You know that's going to happen because every time you go down, there, it's a great experience. It's getting to all the other people that just have, you, you know, maybe they just first heard about it and they yeah. live in Bloomington or whatever. Right. And they don't have all those. And it is so hard, I think, for bigger entities to kind of figure out how to be where everyone is. Right. And keep up because, you know, Facebook was the thing for, for a long time. And then all of a sudden you've got TikTok and Snapchat. Yeah, but Facebook is, is 20 years old. Yes. Uh, and, and it's still just preaching to your choir. Right. And the kids today aren't on Facebook. No. Um, we're, we're doing a better job of reaching out on Snapchat and whatnot. That's, that seems to be the platform and TikTok. Um, but then also, you know, we, we got away from some of the radio ads and things like that for a while. Um, but now, you know, we're finding more of um, the way radio has changed with digital advertisements and whatnot, mm-hmm. that it's, it makes more sense to now plug back into radio to spread the fingers and get people uh, drawn back into the game. Listen, you, you know, this is the thing. People will always get like, uh, you know, oh, well, you know, tax dollars. You know, we can't waste tax dollars. Like, well, advertising isn't wasting tax dollars. No. Advertising is putting people into seats that pay for tickets that increase your budget. I, I mean, it, 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 I, I've had that conversation over the years. It's funny because it's like, well, you know, we don't want to market. Well, don't market, but everyone that you're competing with is marketing. Yeah, you got to spend money to make money. And so um, I think we saw that with uh, Live Nation show with Whiskey Myers last year, just their fingers and their reach. Um, you know, we, we were able to then rope in those folks into our email list and right. uh, just keep pushing. Well, so to me, to that's the growth for the Devon. I mean, it has to be because I think most people here uh, outside of a one-off show that maybe somebody's a huge fan of, like they've either chosen to be a part of it or not be a part of it. They paid tickets. They've had a great experience. Now, how many people can you get to drive over an hour, an hour and a half, you know, for a show on a Friday night and, and you draw a circle around that and, and, and it's, you know, there's a lot of people. And to be honest, folks in Bloomington, Springfield, Champaign, you know, to, to, to say, I want to go to Decatur for a concert. That's abnormal, and so we're we're trying to get um, for them. I, I, I think, think we is, we we hang that on our. I, I think that reputational thing is more self inflicted than it is. Yeah. Well, it's not a function too, though. For a long time, there weren't the concerts. Now that right. has certainly changed. Yeah, but there weren't concerts in Bloomington right. Right. to say uh, to speak of. But there's so many new people in Bloomington because of of the job. Uh, what's going on over there with uh, you know Rivian and and all that stuff? They don't have any uh, bias or or any past information about they. Just just know, oh, I can go see, you know, Vixen uh, <laughs> on a Friday or Saturday night, and it's a 45-minute drive. Yeah, exactly. I think there's a big audience out yep. there. Yep. Um, what's the, how many sold-out shows last year? 
five, I believe. Okay, which was up from the previous yeah. year, right? Yeah, last year we hit over eighty thousand visitors to the Devon. Right. What do you, what's the what's the number? I mean, what what's the ceiling? Well, I mean that's hard to say because like a movie night on a Friday night isn't going to do exactly. Uh, are you talking ceiling in terms of attendance or yeah. what's the? Hmm, I don't know. We've gone continu- continually up. I think we had forty thousand somewhere in the the first season, and then it's just continued to increase. So uh, I was a little shocked to see the eighty thousand number last year. I wasn't yeah. sure we were going to make that. I knew we were going to make seventy, but um, you look at just the the, the co promotions we're doing. You know, Live Nation, the largest concert promoter in the U.S., reaching out to us to do a show here. I think that speaks volumes to the the quality and the the um, reputation the Devon is getting amongst entertainers. Um, and th- this year again, we're just we're trying to plug in those holes and make those connections. It just seems like it's tougher. Uh, I don't know how to describe it other than just getting people to respond and lock things in, and um, they don't understand you know how how we flow and how other venues flow of you know needing to get information out there for our ticket holders. And, I think uh, they they do. They just don't. Care. Yeah, it's just not care. their problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, to be honest, how many thing, how many more shows do you think will be announced? I mean, I, mm. I not hold you to an exact number, but just ballpark. Um, probably at least another ten to twelve. And okay, then, and then we still have those add-ons um, that you're not going to know about until right, late happens. March, early April. Those those typically fall in our lap, and sometimes early summer, uh, one will, one will give us a call and say, "Hey, we can we can come for half price." Great, you're going to be on a Thursday night, but great. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's you know. It's a good Thursday night. What they announced at the State Fair, Motley Crew yesterday. Yes, is, that, is uh, that all the guy? I mean, are they the actual. I mean, is it? The, I think it's most of them, if not all of them. Okay. Yeah. Tommy Lee is he still with them? I thought he. I don't know. I I, I don't. I, I saw the story. I didn't read it. Uh, 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 but the picture I saw looked like them. But who knows? I worked those guys in Peoria a year. I mean, probably twenty years ago. And man, the fighting! Like they didn't talk to each other ahead of time and ahead of the show. They all stayed in their separate corners and then just came to, together on stage, played, and went back to their own buses and never kind of interacted. With the band. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Nicky Sticks. That's what. Wasn't he? He the guitar player. Uh, He's not with them anymore. I think. Okay, I'll look that up. I don't know. I just saw that yesterday because I, I I feel like the state fair has been sort. Here's of... who's on it. It's uh, Vince McNeil, Nikki Six, Tommy Lee, and John uh, Five. Okay, so yep. it's everybody but the bass player. Bass player is Nikki Six. No, okay, then the, gu- the guitar player was John Mars. Five. What, what what was his original guy though? Um, was his last name Mars? That I don't know. I think it's you're been right. a while. Mick Mars. Yep, he's the one that. Uh, well, never mind. Uh, it's Motley Crue. This is a family show. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so I, I only bring it up because it feels like they're sort of like one kind of like they're probably having the same issues you are as far mm-hmm. as getting the acts all booked. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's unique to the Gator. It's just we we're getting antsy and we want to get it out there. And of course, when you get seventy degree days, everybody starts thinking about. Oh, I know, I know. What's I going know. on? What's going on? What's going on? So okay, uh, this is. Lawn season tickets are now available, right, for the 2024 season? They are. Yep, you can get lawn. Uh, you can do a pick-your-pack, which includes 14 shows that you choose. Uh, is this $224 plus the e-tix fees. Uh, you can do a full so season. That's, uh, hold on on yep, that one because that, that, that's new to me. I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's not new. But yeah. does that mean you can pick any show? You can pick any show within the season package, yes. Okay. So it, what what we did was as continued to kind of increase because of the band costs, we said, okay, there's some folks out there who maybe can't continue to afford to spend, um, you know, the the 200, well, it's up to 400, almost 400 hours now for lawn season tickets, but they can spend about 200. 
for and get half the shows that they want to come see for the season. So it probably works for most people, yeah, right? Just to try to give people of a flexibility in in what the shows they want to come to, and that 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 basically equates to sixteen bucks a ticket for uh, fourteen shows on the lawn for two hundred twenty four dollars. So. All right, or you get the full twenty eight for three ninety three. Yep, that's plus right. fees three ninety three for twenty eight shows in the season, and that that equates to about fourteen dollars. Can a you show. explain how that works? Meaning, like, do you have to go through and pick them, or do you take them as they come and and work off your list? No, we send you a sheet uh, of the shows that have been announced, uh, and most of most of all the season tickets shows have been announced now um there's a couple of surprises in there i think but it's you you check off the ones you want you send it in dustin you know inputs it in the system spits out the tickets to your email and you're set so that I, that's a great idea yeah. I, I mean because that's probably 28 a lot for most people even people who wanted to just buy them to support the the concept and the idea at the beginning right right uh 14 shows a little more manageable right. and uh, you get to pick and choose that's interesting all right um what is burning red Burning Red is a tribute to Taylor Swift. Uh, so um, we've been working on trying to find uh, a great tribute artist who can represent her, knowing Taylor is super hot right now. Uh, and Burning Red is the number one tribute for Taylor. So uh, those tickets, along with Straight Note Chaser tickets, go on sale today uh, at 10 a.m. Um, and, you know, you know all, well, I don't know all Taylor Swift songs, but she does. And uh, I'm sure others, uh, daughters and granddaughters do as well. And then there's uh, the acapella group Straight Note Chaser. Uh, will be uh, they're fun we got a chance we googled that and watched some of those videos that that's going to be an amazing show yeah i mean different very different very different but really good uh, all right so once again uh season's going to be here before we know it i mean we're literally in march on friday all right <laughs> you're gonna yeah. blink it's going to be may memorial day a lot of our staff have the countdown timers going of, you know, so many days till devon opens so many days till water park and it's just uh you start hearing it and you're like what well, <laughs> I mean, that's, no, it's, it's going to be here before you know it. That's yep. exactly right. Yep. Uh, and it's a good thing. All it right. Is. You can go on the website, find out uh, Wizard of Oz is coming. It's March 15th, 16th and 17th. You got the March 8th Mommy Son play night at the disc. Little Hoopsters starting March 11th. So a lot of programs that are, you don't have to wait till summer. They're already underway uh, starting in the uh, first couple of weeks of March. Absolutely. All right, Clay, we appreciate it. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit Newhoff Media dot com.